Deanna beats an android at chess. <laughs> I wrote that what down too. On? And it's what when he's happening? fully capable. What are we doing? <laughs> Captain's Pod, Stardate 428722.1. Welcome aboard the Starships Enterprise, and thank you for joining us as we take a brief shore leave from the world of cinema scenes to enjoy the world of Star Trek. I'm your Captain Ian Whittington, and with me as always, she's a highly emotional offshoot of humans as we know them. It's Danae Hughes. Uh, am I? Am I highly emotional? Um... I ran with the metaphor, because it's linked to today's episode, more than I went with oh. the logic of it applying oh, okay, to you. okay, okay, all Ooh, right, all right. And as we've come down from Red Alert and battle stations are, are rescinded as Ian just got himself out of some hot water, how are you this week? Why would that be hot water? I was just asking you, like, if you thought that I was emotional. Yeah, no, that was a door I did not want to open. The Hey, and why do you think I'm so emotional? Nope, not, not having that talk. What? I'm open. Tell me. Nope. Do you think I'm emotional? No, nope, not doing it. Nope. All right. Oh, well, that's about a chip. S- sorry, podcast listeners. I tried to have a deep, meaningful conversation on the show before the show even starts. Really? Do you want that? We can do that. Tell me about your feelings. To- well, you told me not to talk about them. Well, now I'm in counselor mode and I feel like talking about them. Oh, okay. Is that why you just changed clothes? <laughs> <laughs> computer put on my counselor hat it just materializes like, a little hat isn't it blue isn't it the blue uniform deanna's isn't hers um, blue? it tends to be blue yeah because it's part of the yeah. medical profession or the science that's right yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so you went from a captain to a counselor does that mean that i'm now the captain welcome to captain's pod a podcast where i take over and have deep meaningful conversations with ian my counselor oh i can't wait for this let's do it what's the episode right. this week oh hold on one moment <laughs> Rapidly googling. Uh, conundrum. Oh, that's a good one. That is that is the next generation. I think that season. Don't look it up. Conundrum. Don't look it up. Uh huh. Uh huh. So this is where the the crew of the Enterprise what, what's gets the season? brainwashed. What's the season? <sighs> season five. Yes. What yeah, episode? Episode. I'm not good at this. It's okay. It's okay. It's like this is why we're talking about our feelings right six. now. Six. Miles away. No. Miles away. Well, I mean, eight additional to six. Okay, episode 14. <laughs> Good. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, okay, okay and who directed the... it? Oh, who did? Di- uh, no, can't remember. Brandon Bragger. Okay, no. And then who's the story by? Don't know. Okay, all right. <laughs> no, Renee Echeverria. No, no, no it's Paul Schiffer. Paul Schiffer. Oh, yeah, he's good. He's good. He does loads of yeah. them. Conundrum's a great episode. But, so that's weird because my Google search was Star Trek TNG episodes that tanked. <laughs> oh, that's so! I love that episode. And and this is the one that came up, and I wonder why that wow, was. That's so interesting. The first result. Well, you know how Google, you know, is maybe you just. That's so strange. I don't know how it's yeah. Interesting. Well, that is not the episode. I mean, we can do that episode if you want. It's a pretty fun one. But I do have another plan. Oh, I thought that I was captain now. Okay, cool. So I guess continue. So in today's episode, we're going to watch some stuff and you're going to watch it along with us or not because some of you crazy people don't ever watch Star Trek. You just listen to Eden and I talk about Star Trek. (laughs) Which is still my favorite thing. I want to know how many of you still have not watched an episode of Star Trek and are still listening. We could do a poll. 
Let's do a, we'll we do a poll. We could easily do a poll. Yeah. But if you're a not Twitter on Twitter, poll? then email us. Yeah. Well, we could put one up in like the link and you could like oh, click on idea. the description. Yeah. We'll you want in, to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do it. We'll okay. put it in the okay. link to the description of this episode. Yeah. Amazing. Which is super part of the plan going into this episode. We're we are definitely not just making this up on the fly no, at all. Totally not. No. I want to know what your plan is, of course. Okay. But I'm going to let you choose. I'm going to let you choose whether we go with my idea for the episode I had planned this week or conundrum. But what I thought would be cool this week is if we did Balance of Terror, which is the actual episode that the season finale of Strange New Worlds was based on. Oh. So this is going all the way back to Kirk and actually watching the original incidents as they were meant to, as they were supposed to happen. So are you in a TNG mood or an original series mood? Oh, that's just silly. Oh, it's always you know be the TNG. answer to that. It's always TNG. Yeah. yeah. But okay. I, I understand that I need to branch out and, and think of new things. My question is, did your episode win an Emmy Award for Outstanding Individual Achievement and in Special Visual Effects? Because my episode did. Um, Right, hang on a minute. Um, uh, Reception Awards. Um, it's the favorite episode of Brian Fuller. Um, um, shit. <laughs> I can't see any awards. What a strange thing for Google to return this particular episode, which is referenced as 15 episodes that will give you hope for the future, top 100 Star Trek episodes of all time, all 28 classic Star Trek episodes that have won Emmys from the next generation to Discovery. Mm-hmm. What, you mean Balance of Terror uh, or Conundrum? Conundrum. Best, uh, 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 made a list for you know episodes to rewatch, 15 best TNG episodes of all time, so it it's being referenced on IMDb on from all of these different sources that have listed this episode as this epic episode. So why would why would Google when I searched for episode that tanked? <laughs> and then how does an episode even tank? Because it's not like there's a box office return on it. It's all based on reviews oh, and viewership. Maybe it misunderstood me and it, this episode has a tank in it. It does not. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is why you listen to Captain's Pod. This is the chaos of the show. So anyone that, luckily I haven't teased this anywhere yet, but we are not going to do Balance of Terror. We are going to do Conundrum. We're going to do a TNG episode. And do you know why? Because I know Danae is feeling a little bit poorly today, and I think she needs some TNG comfort. And Riker, Riker gets extra horny in this episode. Oh. And there we go. So... Without going into it, conundrum, what do you think happens in this episode? Well, obviously, there's a conundrum of some kind. Mm-hmm. And with him being so horny, did he forget his protection that day? No, but that is a plot point that comes up in Deep Space Nine later on. <laughs> it's the 2400s and we still have protect- We still have a pregnancy that occurs because a man forgot to use protection. Wow. And it's like, wow, we will always be stupid. <laughs> Um, conundrum. Okay, I didn't actually read the synopsis, so um, I have no idea. So don't, no, don't read. Okay, good, good, good. You didn't read it. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't read the synopsis. I was on the IMDb. I am, oh, did you hear me? I am. I am so poorly, and that's one of the words I love that you've taught me. Poorly, poorly, poorly sick. I would say I'm unwell, or in true American fashion, I feel like shit. <laughs> and you have like the cool. <laughs> I, remember, <And> you have... <laughs> I remember when I think it was your mum, possibly, and I said that somebody, one of my previous jobs, had treated me poorly, and she was like, "What treated you as if you were poor?" And I was like, "Oh no, 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 that's just something that hasn't translated." I was like, "No, no, poorly is in they didn't treat me well," 
And that's just like a word I never imagined wouldn't translate. It's no, so I've good. never heard it. It's so when you when you say, "Yeah, I'm feeling poorly today," and I'm I'm always like, "Hee, that's so cute." <laughs> so, so now I'm feeling poorly, and I feel like better about mm-hmm. my poorly state because I get to say the word poorly more. That um, is and- the best gift I could give you, better than any medicine. Yeah, for real. <laughs> nope. 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 Uh, no, thanks for thanks for going on the fly. Uh, we hope you enjoy this random conundrum. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of wish I kind of wish I knew a little bit about it, but you know, horny Riker is fine with me. Um, That's do you want to know? Do you want to know anything, or just go straight into it? I don't know. Let's go straight into it. Okay. Okay. Well, this is season five, episode fourteen of Star Trek: The Next Generation. Um, computer two to beam to sick bay and replicate a big tv screen monitor so we can watch it from a sick bay sick bed <laughs> before we get to 10 forward um and because of the wonkiness of how we've managed to record this over the space of uh basically a week um, we had the sad news um, on Mon- on Sunday of Nichelle Nichols passing away, who obviously played um, Uhura. Um, the legendary really Uhura. The legendary yeah. Nichelle Nichols. Super duper legendary. Um, she was 89, um, passed away peacefully in her sleep. Um, oh, that's the way to go. It really is. It is. Um, and like Twitter just exploded, rightfully so, with just messages and that's when i go like just you i would want if i was ever in a position like that to see all of those messages and like from the afterlife yeah she got a message from the president all of these people that she never would have met just pouring out love of how much she's affected them and like the role she played as Ahura is nothing compared to the stuff that she did outside of that as well like she would go to NASA and like give talks. She would like she did Aww. recruitment for NASA to what? get women and people of color into NASA and to motivate them to to join the to join STEM and the sciences and stuff. That she makes was sense. such a campaigner for um for people um who thought they don't have a chance to actually go and do some amazing things. Um, oh, yeah, and I love so incredible. I'm looking at pictures of her right now as we're talking mm-hmm. about her. And seeing like some of the photos of her with like her beautiful hair, she aged mm. so beautifully. Yeah. And I'm seeing her waving in the pictures, and then I realize she's not actually waving. She's doing the live long and prosper. Almost every single picture you see of her, if she has a hand raised, it will be doing the live long and That's prosper. That's amazing. Side. She was all about Star Trek. She was absolutely committed to it. Um, she's just incredible. What a legend. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, another Star Trek legend leaves us, sadly. I think one of the cool things that I'm learning about while doing this show with you, and I, mm. I, I pause because it's one of the many cool things, but <laughs> <laughs> I get to learn stuff like the, what she did with NASA and how mm. she took her notoriety and then tried to expand opportunities to other people. Yeah, And you don't often hear about that kind of stuff, but there mm-hmm. are so many actors who do so much like philanthropic work and mm-hmm. um, you hear about it at their passing and not necessarily like while their life is active. Mm-hmm. So yeah, of course, of course I'm going to learn all this cool stuff about her uh, now that everyone's talking about it. Yeah. In the seventies and eighties, she did so, so much work. Um, yeah. She's amazing. So great at conventions as well. And there's no real way to transition properly into the show. We just wanted to send our love. 
Welcome to Ten Forward, the part of the show where we grab a drink from the replicator and share our immediate thoughts, if we can remember them, and feelings on the episode we just watched together. Most important question first, what would you like to drink? A uh, double shot. Oh, 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 I see what you did there. I would like a Sumerian sunset made in the traditional fashion. Um, yeah, just ping. tap that. Ping! Swirly, swirly. Love swirly, it. Swirly, swirly, swirly. Yeah, yeah, we really can't do a lot of visual work on the podcast. You'll have to just nope. imagine that the uh, transparent drink suddenly turned into a beautiful sunset color. Although when you get to the outtakes, you'll see us do all kinds of visual things. So we just That's ignore later. that for That's most later. of the time. You have time. Later. You, you have time to prepare it's for fine. that, though. <laughs> okay, so this is um, season five, episode fourteen. In theory, um, after yeah, Danae. <laughs> <laughs> again, something that will make sense in the outtakes. Danae started watching the wrong episode. The wrong episode. There will be a full explanation of that after the show. Um, after encountering an alien ship, the crew of the Enterprise have their identities wiped by a strange energy field. They must work out who they are and whether their apparent mission to destroy an alien foe is all it appears to be. Today, what did you think? How many pips? How many pips on the neck do you give this episode out of four? Uh, an artificial, oh. like, arbitrary ranking system I've just invented. I think uh, I think this might be one I didn't enjoy as much as I wanted to. Okay, fair enough. We did build it up quite quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, I think I understand why people find it interesting, and mm. there are certainly things to enjoy about every episode of Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this one is it's so fast paced in in mm. that when the mystery begins, there's no like they're just clipping along you know solving some problems and then other problems they can't solve and you just have to buy it and not ask a lot of questions <laughs> there is so much uh-huh in this episode <laughs> okay yeah i fine. think i think the i mean i think the big things of this episode are you know Riker and Deanna and mm-hmm. um what's the other one's name uh Roe Laren Roe yeah and some yeah. so Obviously, I think there's interest, you know, in the audience to see that tension. Mm. Uh, Worf being captain was badass, and that's my yeah, favorite part. Was. That's uh-huh. my favorite it. part of this. As soon like, as he was I, in the captain's chair, I was like, "Yeah, Danae's loving this." Oh my god, I was having the best time. <laughs> and <laughs> and and honestly, my biggest sin—I'll just skip ahead—is that he didn't stay in that chair longer. <laughs> <laughs> I have a similar. I have a similar sin based on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll get to it. Um, and then you know the the conundrum of of not knowing your actual purpose and mm-hmm. trying to re-engage with your actual purpose and the confusion that can happen with it with selective memory. Yeah. And that's that is interesting to think about the the enterprise turning into a warship, you know, mm. which yeah. it clearly has the capabilities of doing some massive destruction and could oh, be yeah. definitely I mean it is a warship uh in in certain hands. And so I I like that it was also interesting too, I guess I should say, to see the beginning of this one, to see the our crew serving as different parts of the crew. Mm. Like the captain sitting in a different chair. It's so or, weird to see him like at the con or at a science yeah. station and he would just like swing around and be like, Well, I think we should do this. Yeah. Or data, you know, serving <laughs> drinks. Um, yes. That was delightful and fun mm-hmm. and I kinda wanted the whimsy of that to last even longer, yeah, to be honest. Agreed. Yeah. Uh but but overall, a great episode. A little lower than I thought it would be, but mm-hmm. um, I, I I definitely enjoyed it. What mm-hmm. about you? Is this some, one that stands for you? Like, where does this rank in yours? 
Yeah, this is one of the, if me and my dad are trying to pick an episode to watch, this is in the rotation. And I say oh. that in my head, there's a rotation of 10 episodes, but that list I think is 100. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's way, way bigger than I think it is. But yeah, but this is, is- it like the thing where people want to go to a restaurant and they have like their top like 10 restaurants and then they just can't decide? Is that, do you two just kind of go back and forth like, conundrum, no, this one, no, that one. I tend to be the one that picks because my dad is just okay with all of them. My mood can be like a little bit, a bit changeable. Um, But yeah, we'll, um, it basically, he's, he's like, his- um, where he lands is like, I like all of them, put one on and I'll enjoy it. Like, he is just, it's comfort food for him. It's so great. Um, yeah, I, I really, really like this episode. I love the mystery of nobody knowing who they are. I love Macduff appearing out of nowhere. And I remember... What a name! Macduff! Macduff. <laughs> I remember the first time I watched this. Like, it was like the very, very first time. So we're talking like I'm 10, 11, 12 years, years old or something. And I'm just like, oh, I guess this is just one of those extras that appears in this episode. And I just completely missed them. And I, so I missed out on that part of the mystery because I was like, I oh, did he's too. just part of the crew. That's fine. I did he's too. just there. Completely missed it. I was like, <laughs> who is this guy? I guess he's just here this episode. You'll have like the random engineer that turns up every now and again. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but the reason this episode becomes one of the one of the better ones for me is, is two reasons. The, the mystery, if there's an episode with a mystery... I will love the heck out of it. Like Clues, we watched that a few months ago and that's where Data is the only one who has his memory and the rest of the crew has had the memory wiped and he has to convince them that the planet they saw was just a random planet and he has to manipulate a load of stuff and they follow the breadcrumb of Clues and expose him and the aliens say, we're going to kill you and they have to redo it again. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I Like that kind of episode I absolutely love. And the, the other part of it is that this episode has an awesome, incredible moral dilemma at the heart of it as well. Yeah, um, yeah it Picard, does. Picard like, sums it up. I've been asked, I've walked into a room, I've been handed a weapon and asked to shoot a man I don't know. And that, that's the sum of it. Like how, when all how the information is telling you, yeah, it's telling you to do this one thing and it is completely unfair and it's completely like mismatched. How brave are you, especially in a military like establishment, how brave are you to go against your orders and say, I'm not doing this, it's not right? Like, there is, I think there's a 99% chance he blows them up. There is like a 1% chance in reality that it goes down the way that it goes down. Yeah, because the way the, the, the show sets it up is that there's not a way for them to confirm their actual orders. It's all, mm. you know, there's not a way for them to really understand and assess the fabrication of what has been implanted into their scenario, which is memory wiped, but like this mcduff has <laughs> you can call him kieran if you like no this no alien McDuff the most makes sense generic name in the world kieran McDuff. McDuff. um he you know uh or it it wearing a people skin yes. um <laughs> has has created this scenario that they can't confirm and mm-hmm. i think that's the biggest downer of this one for me and it's not necessarily a sin but it might be was just how when we get to the part where the mystery is revealed, it's just scooted over so quickly. I'm like, wait, oh, it's a what, scene. what happened? What? Mm-hmm. H- how is this happening? How does this work? And I'm I'm left with a lot of questions. But mm-hmm. I, I think that in certain storytelling moments, you have to allow for that to occur so that you can actually like feel the tension of the story that they want. They we need to feel 
the tension of that decision. And um, yeah, we did. I, I was so shocked every time that the Enterprise was shooting on things. I was like, no, no, no. No, 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 no. Don't kill people. What are you doing? You're going to regret this. And I missed the part where when they they fight on all those pods, I missed that they weren't manned. And I was like, oh my God. (laughs) You're just like, pew, 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 pew. I'm like, Danae, don't worry. They're unmanned. They're just probes. okay, okay. It's fine. It's okay. I was genuinely freaked out. I was like, what am I watching? I don't remember this. The fact yeah. that they, they kill a ship full of people, that is really dark. You can't undo that. Like, no. I mean, the only reason it isn't a bigger deal is that what are they going to do about it? Like, well, the- and the other part <laughs> is like, how often does this happen? How often does right? this, you know, this race, this, uh, like, what are they called? The star- Starins uh, or whatever? The Lysians. The Starins, I think. I don't remember. But the, so we'll say that the, the, the good aliens and the bad yeah. aliens. So how often did the bad aliens just kidnap ships and do this? They're like, yeah, this right? happens every, you know, five mm-hmm. years. And and that's a big part of my questions. That's where I get really, really hung up is mm-hmm. how does this work? How were they able to lose their memory? How does this happen? And how Man, quickly they just kind of like get stuck. I thought I'm you'd be like, really okay, it's fine. It's no, fine. I got, it's I, got okay. really, I got kind of upset with that because it's just mm. so so this this bad guy alien race has this ability to mind wipe thousands of people on a warship just mm-hmm. by running across them. It's my biggest resistance, for sure, without a doubt. And then take over, I guess, get onto the ship somehow? Or did he, okay, clear this up for me. Macduff. Mm-hmm. Yes. Was a member and possessed or just appeared because he is the alien the whole time? No, he's the alien the whole time. Okay, but yeah. he's in a people skin. He's in a people skin somehow. Like so the technology this that this alien race strong. has know, is incredible. Like, it is, and Riker at the end saying, "I mean, we're just going to jump into resistance apparently." But Riker at the end saying, "Oh yeah, no, their weapon technology apparently is so far behind everything else." And it's like, "It's not that's true." That's some bullshit. That is some it's bullshit. It's not true. They 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 hacked an entire ship, and that was my that's my big question. Is like, yeah. as fun as this was for me, I'm so confused as to how this race had one life form on board its teeny tiny little ship mm-hmm. and it wiped everybody out and i just want to know more about this th- th- to me yeah they're going to be going back to a star base to like reset and get their memories back and everything but like this is we have a new enemy we have a new race to be very concerned <laughs> about like yes yeah star- starfleet stop them doing this again starfleet should be finding out as much as they possibly can about mm. this they should be working with the Elysian you know, mm-hmm. race to not only like reconcile hurting people instead of like a little apology letter from Captain Picard, but they yeah. need to be like, what can we do to fucking help you? Because you're defenseless. Yeah. And, and what would stop this? This So if they're defenseless, God, I am in resistance. If I'm just trying to figure this out. <laughs> if they're, if the, if the good guy aliens don't have any defenses, then why can't the bad guy aliens just go wipe them? No, their weapons are just as bad. Like, so that's what Picard says at the end, is that their weapons technology is just as bad, but somehow they've developed this very advanced form of memory wiping, system wiping, control stuff. So they need to... It's It boils down to, it is apparently easier to kidnap the Enterprise than it is to develop a better torpedo, which but is bullshit. <laughs> because torpedoes are based on warp drive. So they're based on antimatter. So if the, their ships can travel at the speed of light, which they can, they already have the technology for torpedoes. It's baffling. 
the things that you know about this world. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you shouldn't apologize. This is your show. <laughs> like, this is the point. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I so so let me get this right. <laughs> okay, let's do the, it. Let's do it. The, let's clarify. The bad guy alien mm-hmm. is just out there, sort of like jellyfish, like floating around, and then hopes to come across. No, it's in the ship. I know, the- I know, but like he didn't know he was going to run into Starfleet. Well, I he aimed for the Enterprise. Well, it said that they were going to go investigate intelligent life somewhere. Yeah. So, so they didn't. It's not like they sought them out. Are we just going to go into this instance, or do you want no, to talk I, about anything I'm, good? I'm confused. <laughs> I, before I even know what's good, I kind of okay, have to get my bearings okay, here. Uh-huh. And this was a really confusing episode. No, that's just fair. The, that's I just, fair. Let me just get this straight. Let me get this straight. Mm-hmm. The very beginning of the show, it's like, star date, blah, blah. Yeah. We're going to go investigate intelligent life. Isn't that the first thing that they say? Yeah, they're doing some survey somewhere. Okay. So that means there's no way the bad guy alien knows for sure that Starfleet's coming. Because Starfleet's the one that sees them on a sensor and goes to check them out. So they're um, just out there I, sort of floating around, hoping yeah. that something comes along that they can like memory wipe and take over a ship. I didn't assume that this alien was the alien that they were investigating. I assumed that this ship was a surprise. And it was just, oh, hey, that ship looks really powerful. I'm going to try my super memory wiping ray on, on them. Because you but wouldn't it was just hang around. One life form. It was one life form. Yeah, because I think the ray blows up the ship. It's so powerful that it's like it's single use and it wipes out the ship. So he has to beam over. So he beams over, destroys mm-hmm. his own ship. But it's one guy. It's just what it's Mick fucking yeah? Duff. Yes. Mick Duff blows his ship up, uh-huh. gets onto the ship. But he didn't know that the Enterprise was coming. This is what I was saying. It's like he's just out there going, "Okay, let's see what comes by today." But he'll find a ship eventually. Like, eventually. Yeah. Who knows how long he's been looking? And that's why this race is fucking dumb, I guess, because <laughs> they they don't have a way of like. Yeah, there are easier ways to do this. One hundred percent. This is such a complicated know. plan Ooh. that nearly works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But all of that aside, what it does allow for is some fun, including Riker getting his oh, knocks, come on. getting his socks off, Let's and and Roe. He and Roe. Who obviously mm-hmm. have some sort of sexual tension that needs to get worked out. Not really. I mean, not Apparently. until this episode they didn't. Um, well, 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 they they did. <laughs> Bo only joins in this season, I think, and she's in it. Michelle Forbes is in it for the rest of season six and seven every now and again. Um, and she's a disgraced officer that has been demoted back down to Ensign and forced back onto the Enterprise, or not back, but forced onto the Enterprise to kind of redeem herself. So that's why Riker and Ro are having that argument at the beginning where she's mm-hmm. she's a bit disobedient. Um But then secretly, her her internal secret desire Yes, because it all to, comes down is, to sex. Is well, I mean, you're on a ship for a long time. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're attracted to intelligent men. You can't help yourself. That's fair. That's fair. Quote unquote, you can't help yourself. I, I found that to be really, really fun. She was so forward and I was like, get it. Uh-huh. I mean, get it, girl. Holy shit, get it. <laughs> she, uh, setting her sights high. Yeah. Um, it is super skeezy of Riker to like just Why? play around. Like, ah, Why is it skeezy? That he is my knows he's got a thing with Deanna. No, he doesn't. Ah. That's the point of this episode, right? The um, point of this episode is that he Followed yeah. his instincts with Ro, mm-hmm. but he resisted with Deanna. And I think that's one of the reasons she was a little slighted at the end. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe it's, it's I don't know. It's, I just think if you, if you are in the military 
you should probably, even when you're you've lost all of your memory, just keep the pistols holstered. <laughs> just right, but but I this episode know. was really choosy about what they do and do not remember no, about that's protocol. That's very true, <laughs> but it is really fun. Regardless, it leads to that final scene where Riker, like, oh man. Never has a man walked into ten forward more slowly, and just the way he sinks into the chair. And is like, <laughs> oh! Hi, ladies, how are you doing? And it's like this is a bad time to ask the both of you to come back with me. <laughs> right, that's the missed opportunity right there. <laughs> I just get the sandwich. impression that Riker, like, because Roe was so forward, it happened, but because Deanna is so careful, it didn't happen. Like, if if Deanna mm. had walked in there and wanted. To take oh, Riker too, he would have been like, in "Sure." There, Data would have got some action. <laughs> like Riker's not saying no to anybody. <laughs> Riker is fully enjoying the. Yep, what what happens whenever your memory drunk is just it's <laughs> just fine. I wouldn't be surprised if Riker tries to set this up again. Like, just deliberately tries to get everybody to lose their memory. Just like, yeah, I'm going to play around. It's fine. This is the best week ever. It is interesting to 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 have a show that does the um, storytelling thing where they are teasing two people getting together throughout the entire show. And mm. certainly it's Riker and, and Troy. Like, yeah, it's those two. And you, I remember watching and every time they were on screen going, I wonder if this is going to be like one of the times yeah. when they're Get going together, to show their affection. And, and this had a couple of those moments for me, which is one of the things I really loved because I really enjoy their relationship. Um, Riker being one of my big first like crushes on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I have a strange list of crushes, but he's, he's on that <laughs> list. And um, just the way that she like plays with his hair and how simple yeah. and, and like respectful it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? He also has a very beautiful woman uh just aggressively going for what she wants and that is part of that character and i didn't mind that at all i didn't mind Mm -hmm. it at all i did i did mind a little bit like the man shaming thing at the end where it was somehow his fault that that kind of bugged me a bit but what i do is i like to do which shouldn't really be called gender swapping but i i try to like put the other genders Mm -hmm. situations like how we usually see gender portrayed in TV, like to flip it around on the quote unquote mm-hmm. yin yang opposite side and kind of go, would this work if it was a female and why are, why are the expectations different? And mm-hmm. in that, that moment it was like, I don't know. I don't know why we're getting onto Riker here. He has, mm-hmm. he had a woman very aggressively into his quarters. It. He didn't uh-huh. initiate it. Uh, he didn't stop it, but nope, again, true. they're exploring the confusion of their world, and that's I don't know. It just it seemed like it was a little bit like a simple like we're gonna blame the guy for the sex stuff. And no, know. totally, it is that that, that stereotype. Um, yeah. I am glad it wasn't flipped. I'm glad it wasn't Riker initiating uh-huh. everything because we talk about gender swapping. That does then become a bit weird, doesn't it, with the person in command taking advantage? So. It it can either come off as very playful or really super fucking character breakingly creepy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I I don't know. I think that they handled it pretty well, but the shaming yeah. at the end was a little bit of a bummer mm-hmm. for me. It was also interesting it. to see Data like contemplate 
Oh, sort that's of his my purpose other, too. Like that's my other favorite thing. Uh, and Worf contemplating like him not being in leadership. Mm. That was a bit heartbreaking as well. But it really was like his apology to Picard and then oh. but Picard is just like, Don't worry about it. You're you're fine. It's okay. Yeah, I was like, it's not a big deal. At every point the show proves why Picard is a natural born yeah. leader. Yeah. He's, uh, great. he's always trying to like politely, diplomatically put his point across respecting other people's opinions and then when it all goes wrong it's like this isn't important right now we need to now be a team and move on from this um Mm -hmm. yeah i love that and yeah data contemplating his existence is what a great little scene that could have been forgotten or not done at all but just the different permutations of am i alone am i part of a species am i one per ship am i something in between like, like just who to, am I? To go oh. from am I unique or am I a duplicate and which would I prefer to be? Like, and how he so says great. that he had how did he word it? Something like uh he had dedicated a gr- great deal uh, of resources to contemplating yes. like his like yes. just how he says I've been thinking about this a lot. Yes, <laughs> it's it's great. so great. Yeah. I love it <laughs> yeah. so much. Overall, a really, really fun episode that mm. puts the characters in a new situation in a unique way that lets you watch this crew tackle a problem from a totally new perspective and like I'll, as as usual hats off to the to the writers for doing that well yeah i think it's balanced i, I think it's balanced really really well there's a good deal of whimsy with a great serious moral question if anything perhaps the killing of an entire ship is played off a little bit too consequence free perhaps but again what are they what are they going to do about it um, we did get a message on Twitter from uh, Good CinemaSins friend Slab, who said that this was the first episode that he ever watched, um, and it was so confusing to him because he didn't realise Macduff wasn't part of the crew, like I didn't. Damn it, Macduff! And just how what an I interesting way to be introduced to Star Trek. Oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, because you don't really know what anyone is anyway. And so you're figuring out who the crew is while they're figuring out who the crew Uh is. Oh, so Wolf isn't captain? And it clips so quickly. like It does. Again, this episode I could watch on 0.75 speed, make notes Mm -hmm. and still be confused about how they got to any of the conclusions that they got to or why any of it works. Because we're going to dive into it a bit more. This has a lot. But that's really interesting (laughs) to put as your first episode. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't recommend this as your first episode. No, absolutely not. (laughs) But congratulations on watching your first episode. So (laughs) This is when he was much, much younger. So not as in recently. This was when it was back on telly. I assume. Just me if I'm it. wrong, Slab. I thought um, he no, just did I, it like this week. Because we, I think so. <laughs> we be did amazing. have some people that saw that we were going to do Conundrum mm-hmm. and decided yeah. to watch it with us. Which so amazing. that was fun. Yeah. I mean, Thank- my teaser was really, really bad. Um, somebody asked, like, what was the episode going to be this week? And I was just like, you pose a conundrum, do you? I was like, uh? oh, let's, there, are, <laughs> oh. there are clues. Oh, and then they were just giving you the That's easy. Yeah, it's that's amazing. easy. Okay, with that, it's time to... I mean, we were barely in 10 forward, but we're now going to engineering for us instance is futile. Battle stations, everyone. I'm going to blow up some Lysians. Warning. Warp core collapse in 10 seconds. This is the part of the show where we re-engage our sin brains. Um, well, I'm not sure they were ever turned off um, for this one. <laughs> Remind ourselves that no TV show is without sin, even the dirty Lysians, and we need to blow them up. Oh my god, Come we need on. to blow up the Lysians. Let's no. So other than the big, big plot plot stuff, which we've covered a little bit, my biggest individual sin for this episode is that Deanna beats an android at chess. <laughs> I wrote that 
down to and it's what when he's fully doing? capable he would have doing? he could run every scenario this there is, is there is no instinct there with is chess no here. there is no instinct <laughs> Get chess is more than just gambits and ploys. It's about instinct. No, it fucking isn't. Tarot uh, cards are about instinct. This is chess. There is a there is an amount of moves you can make, and d- a data has already worked out all of them before you sat down to play. There is no permutation where Deanna wins at chess. I tell you ever. what, I. I was so confused <laughs> by this. I got I got pretty distracted about it. Yes. And I had to go into the thing where they're like, they were wanting whatever is happening between Deanna and Data to have some sort of resonance through the rest of this episode. 100%. There, that's exactly it. Yes, But correct. there has to have been a better way. <laughs> there has to be. It's a great not, allegory, but yeah, it is. And I'm not doubting that uh, that there could be a good chess game, but it, it Data would win every chess game, number one. And number two, the other thing I would say about that scene is that he says you're going to have me in seven moves as if she's already won when you know that he has to have another way of going at it like unless she actually there was nothing he could do to get out of it in seven moves but seven moves still gives you chance to try to rerun your calculations in, in chess there is a point of no return there is like you could like it will be seven turns or you could extend it to 25 there is a point where you can't come back from that when you play proper gambits, but when you play proper gambits, I, I just that's but right. Deanna is playing by instinct and has no. That's rooks. just not how it works. I just I I am. It is one of the most baffling scenes in all of Star Trek ever. <laughs> that De- a that Deanna likes chess, which we didn't know, but it's fine. <laughs> she can play beating can play. a fucking android. I just don't. I do not get it. Maybe if Picard is playing with Riker, or I don't know. I, I don't know, but there's there was it a better was, way to it do it. It was, yeah, that, one, that was interesting. It, it was. It was insane to me as well. <laughs> it really, it really truly was. So I'm glad we both had that one. Oh, 100%. Um, um, the, 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 so let's get into, into the plot. The, the biggest problem here is that the aliens that have crap weapons can very, very, very specifically brainwash the entire crew at once with one wave in such a specific way like just the, just the memory of who they are not their skills not anything like that that's in that's absolutely insane and they can get into the enterprise's computer delete exactly what they need block off what they want and they can shapeshift into a human form that Beverly scans him and he registers as human like they can they are insanely powerful. Like this is Federation breaking stuff, and it, they don't it, have it torpedoes. Be. It really should be. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't have torpedoes when the when, when uh, in reality their minds are like torpedoes. I mean, they they can do something that I've with never seen them bullets. with mind powers. It's so insane. yeah, that was very that was very very confusing. Something that I look forward to being explained at a different time, but. It is what it is. I no, that's I, my explanation. That's it. There is no, there's no other, there's no explanation for that. Like they should be putting more effort into torpedoes and phasers than. I mean, this I, is great, but if it if it still doesn't win you the war, it's pretty useless. I I genuinely and truly feel like the uh, the best the best way for it for this show to have ended would have been like a uh, to come back on another 
episode and explore more of the alien like to end this episode with a we're still looking into more about this alien race and then bring it back in somehow because like this would be one that if there's if they're gonna do a a show in the future and reference Mm -hmm. tng like strange new worlds is referencing the original series Mm -hmm. they better come back to this race (laughs) and they better really explore it because it's so op it, it's super OP. Imagine, like, I mean, maybe they're the big bad in season three of Picard. <laughs> maybe it's these guys. The Sutterans, that's what they're called. The Sutterans. Yeah. I, yeah, just yeah. insane. There was just a lot, not a lot. And, and this episode, like, you know, I've already mentioned it, had a lot of, like, techno babble to just explain things away mm-hmm. and stuff, which is going to happen in every episode pretty much. But the sweeping over the mystery, experiencing the mystery is one thing, Part of the joy of the mystery being solved is it making a little bit of sense, and they just like super fly by it. Like they, mm-hmm. it is t- t- five sentences and we're we're out. So yeah. um, it's it's so yeah. it's there is they managed to get into the computer. It's op because because Picard let them it's scan wild. them. By the way, it was yes, which is another sin. Like you know what, we're mm-hmm. just gonna let them scan us today, no and then they're like, it's okay. Like, well, our optical data network has increased by fifteen hundred percent. That's a lot. <laughs> You fucked that, up. That feels invasive. That's a lot. It really That's does. A lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, all of the mistakes are made. Um, now, the biggest mistake for me that the Sutterans make is, <laughs> if you haven't thought of this, it's going to blow your mind. Why not make Macduff captain? <laughs> <laughs> why not? Why I not mean, try? Why not? Why? Why are is? I was wondering, like, one of my predictions as I was watching it is that it was a, a an alien race that wanted to test the moral compass of starfleet that would like, make so much more sense this episode is rescued if that's the case yeah but it but it, but it wasn't that um nope. and you're absolutely right why not make mcduff the cat well i guess it's because maybe they have enough experience at this point knowing that once they ha- once the crew has enough time in that ship uh to uncover some information about the logs of who they are and and again it's this if we send this episode, it would be riddled with, well, that's convenient. Ding. Well, that's yeah. convenient. Ding. Uh-huh. We would have like 70 of them because the medical stuff is gone, but not the logs of who they are, which the manifest, would yeah. really help McDuff captain the ship. You're absolutely right. Wipe that of the, and just manufacture that McDuff, McDuff is the captain. Just that's easy as that. And I mean, I've just, I've just realized this now. If he can get onto the ship and do all of these shenanigans, just steal a hundred torpedoes. You don't even need the ship. Just steal the weapons. Here's another thing. Like, how did he have a how did he have a uniform? So have they done this enough that they've been able to do research to figure out what that he's even supposed to dress like? Like I would guess that he replicated his- a uniform that because they were knocked out. They were no, no, no they, they weren't. They were out. just scanned. They Energy were all just wave kinda... and then he turns up. Man, yeah. this happens so fucking quick. It's so fast. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. It's wild. Well done, writers. You made a great episode. But <laughs> it is one of those episodes where like, we're really not going to worry about explaining no, any of this. No, 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 no. And, and, and they have to make these decisions at lightning speed. And, and they're able to kind of go... So so when they send the away... T- the, the No, they're not called the away team. They're called the... Hold on, I wrote it down because it's actually a sin. So I'll... I'll Oh, the survey team. Mm, yeah. So when the survey team goes down, which is Riker, Roe, and LaForge, when they all go to do their like investigation and, and figure out that they can get all the comm stuff back if 
and then mm-hmm. you get all back on board. I mean, they're just clipping through all the things they can figure out. Uh, mm. And then and then it's just like a big like question mark as to why they know how to do any of that in the first place or why they couldn't use these brilliant minds to glance around and see that some people have four pips and some have two. And, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. it's just we're just like, it is. But he's got the big ball trick. <laughs> he does. He has a big fucking ball trick and a yeah. gorgeous head. His uh-huh. dome is just beautiful. Like, <laughs> trust that man. <laughs> do it. Uh, but it was so my- cool to see him as a captain. Oh, I want to oh, see him man. as a captain in Picard. This, like when, when we watch Picard, I hope he captain has his own Wolf. ship or something. Good God. I really hope so. I think I don't know. They've I they've hinted at what his path is on Twitter. And oh my that, God! We'll see, we'll if they've see, we'll made see. him into some sort of like meditative monk, I'm gonna be so. He's. I think we're fifty fifty that he's a meditative monk. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like but, worked on his anger his whole yeah, life. He's now super zen in Vulcan. Um, oh god! No, to see him like in the in the chair and he's like, we now have full tactical control. You're like, oh shit! So good. He's gonna fuck oh shit! Up. Oh, and I love this... the part. Wait, I didn't mention this in the love the part part. I'm sorry. Okay, well, you're just gonna mess with the format of the show I'm as so usual. Sorry. It's fine. Do it. But the part where he like, it, they're like, well, what are we gonna do? And he's like, he just like, hey. Uh, choose a oh, leader yes. and report. I was like, that's a great idea. But then it cuts over. It's like, well, that wasn't helpful. I'm like, fuck you. It was helpful. That's a great yes, plan. Like, of course, how the show kind of makes us want to believe he maybe wouldn't be a good leader. But that was a super good thing to do. Yes. He was really good in that position anyway. And he needed to make that quickly. Like there's, there's different leadership styles and uh-huh. he just has a much more aggressive <laughs> style. <laughs> and how quickly he was like... Well, I've got a Baldrick. Like, clearly, yes, look, I'm a leader. I am decorated. <laughs> it's amazing. It's so great. Um, uh, but, and that, but that leads me on to my next sin, which is I'm kind of sad that we didn't get, like, a feral Klingon wharf that when he realizes that he's just a security oh, chief, fucks everyone up, just starts ripping spines open. And right? it's like, no, I am the leader. I am a Klingon. And like just, just starts reverts. fucking people up. Yeah, exactly. I yeah, kind of it's really to see interesting. That. I know, I know. I was, I was too. Because there was this moment when the fir- when it first starts, where you're like, okay, well, what was the sweep? Like, what was mm-hmm. that? We, I don't, yeah. I don't exactly know what that sweep meant. We saw Data repeat the same line, but yeah, and we Geordi's didn't have like, a clue. What the hell is going on? So it could have been a reversion back to instinct, mm-hmm. which would have been very been, interesting. Everybody kind of goes back to normal th- and has their normal personalities very, very quickly. Um, which I don't know. I kind of would have liked to see the rabbit. Rabid wolf. I would have too. Captain the Enterprise. Um, something that I'm sure has an explanation, and you'll probably just dis- uh, explain to me right now. Is speaking of the survey team, mm-hmm. how how when when Worf says bridge to survey team, and then it pings over to Riker, Row, and that are sure. that are in ten forwards. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How did they know? Like, did did they appoint like? Uh, computer, the survey team, or these people? Like, we don't ever see that part. It's just <laughs> we don't. And the, if the it's conversation's just, just who it needs to be. And if it's just them two, the surveying—they're the only survey team apparently surveying all of the decks and a thousand people. That shit's yeah. gonna take days. Uh huh. Thousands that of is people. A, that it is happens like a, fast. Oh yeah, that is a classic nitpick of Star Trek. Of mm-hmm. do they need to tap the com badge? When does the sentence start? Is the computer? I assume the computer is always listening. And then if Picard says like bridge to engineering or whatever, it records all of that and then pipes it through, but not in real time. I don't know. There's a lot of inconsistencies about when the the combat tapping happens. I would do a joke sin in this one. Um, I would sin myself, but then I would try to sin the show for making it because I don't want it to be my fault. I want it to be the mm-hmm. show's fault, which is part of the fun of writing for Cinema Sins, which is. 
even if you end up doing something, there's a way to write it where it's the show's fault just to kind of joke around. For sure. So yeah. what I would try to sin is me not catching on about McDuff being there um, because I didn't see that happening. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> we were in the debrief when they're all kind of around for the very first time. And I sort of like, you know how when you're watching shows that you're familiar with, you kind of can kind of space out just a little bit. Mm-hmm. I kind of yep. just like, I started thinking about something else. I don't remember what it was. It could have been the chocolate that I was eating. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And the debrief is happening and it's, you know, the forgive me audience. I don't mean this in a negative way. The Star Trek mumbo jumbo stuff, you know, where it's just like describing. Shut your mouth. Faces <laughs> <laughs> <And>, fire. If it's a video or shield, oh God. <laughs> um, and so there was this, this moment. I really wish you could have been in my head when it happened where McDuff is. I think he's describing that. Starfleet is at war with the Lysians. Mm-hmm. And I heard that and I was like, well, that's, did I just hear that? And then he starts talking about this tactical <laughs> thing. I'm like, hold on a second. What's going on here? Wait, who are you? It, it took me that long and I still didn't realize McDuff wasn't an actual oh, person on the yeah. ship until he was in the, no, actually, I didn't even know he was fully an alien, like, and he wasn't supposed to be there until you told me when the show started, because I thought he, like, possessed someone. I thought McDuff right. was an actual person, because that's oh, just, just how... fucking murdered him. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just, just like, murdered him at the he's end. in a people's skin, you know? <laughs> but they didn't kill him. They stunned him, right? Or did they kill him? No, he did. He oh, super, he did? Okay. Like, Wolf goes for a fucking headshot. It's re- If you replay yeah. it... Like, I thought he, he was stunned- stunned. Well, Riker like shoots him to begin with, and that's yeah. probably a stun. Yeah. Wolf then comes in with a headshot, and it's just constant beam on the beam. head. Beam. <laughs> you're getting vaporized, my friend. So I yeah. would just try to cleverly write this sin if I was gonna, you know, write this episode to where it's like the show has done too good of a job mm-hmm. making the um. It really did around the table conversation about like uh the debrief. Mm-hmm. They've done too good of job of training me to sort of bait, not pay attention. <laughs> Did I miss the part where we went to war? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> like, what? When did this happen? <laughs> I, it would take a little pick- bit of writing, but I would try to figure that out. If you pick this episode at random, like when it's in syndication and it just pops up, you may well think, oh, maybe I've missed an arc where uh, they yeah. are at war. But yes, I it know. It could absolutely happen. But, but then I was just talking about like our mission is to sneak in and blow some shit up. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not right. Yeah. <laughs> so no, no, I know no, enough about starts. I know enough about my we TNG wouldn't be doing that. that that would not be it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I um I love the idea. What if they're the, what if they're on the wrong side here? So what if in this allegory the the Lysians are the Borg and the Sutterans are the Federation and they've just found a great weapon to end the war? What if like they didn't blow up the bad guys? <laughs> I, I know mean, they that's, can never. That's part of the moral debate. They never can make part that of the choice. Moral debate, but yeah, I kind of like the idea that the Lysians might be the bad guys. But the idea that the Federation has been invited slash not really invited, they've been forced into the mm-hmm. conflict, and then we just leave it at the end of the episode. It just seems so sinful to me mm-hmm. that there's not a that there's not a like an ellipsis at the end of this where the. Uh, the narration from Picard is, you know, this is still mm-hmm. ongoing and we hope that whatever so, conversations are going to be helpful in the future. Like something that gives something us... Something like that. Yeah. Do you know what's... And this is why I'm so excited to do Lower Decks is... So the premise of Lower Decks is that they are second contact specialists. So the snazzy ships like the Enterprise will go in and do first contact and then their ship does the cleanup stuff. 
Oh, so dear. <laughs> th- there are there are episodes where they revisit planets from actual episodes. I want this one. Uh huh. And they're like, look, we're really sorry about what happened. What can we do to help? And they're <laughs> the cleanup guys. Oh, and I this love would be that. perfect for oh, them to perfect. go and do this. It's yeah. super perfect. Yeah. You'll love Lower Decks. You'll love it so, so much. Another one of my predictions that I had, which could probably be, you know, like jump off of a sin too, is I thought for a brief moment that McDuff. Can't say his name nicely. <laughs> um, Duff. He wasn't making eye contact with Picard when Picard was talking to him about his like moral conundrum. Mm. Remember, like mm-hmm. when Picard is like in the holding on to this crystal, like yeah. he's like spinning it around. Yeah, like McDuff never looks him in the eye. Um, mm-hmm. And I kept watching that scene, and I was thinking that Picard was on to him a little bit no. and baiting him. Ooh. Like saying, because he was saying, I need proof. I need proof. That would be cool. So I was kind of hoping that like the next scene was going to be suddenly there is proof. Expose and that was going to give Picard mm. a little bit more of a insight. But instead, you know, it was all down to the last it's scene. It's the last, the last, last second. It's in, it's insanely uncomfortably close to the wire. Yeah. Well, I don't have anything else because I really love this episode. Um, and the biggest sins are absolutely Deanna winning chess and the aliens being... OP in all of the wrong ways. <laughs> Do you have anything else? Uh, no, I did. I, there was a couple of the things I thought of while we were talking that are good things. So I'll do the 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 very naughty ambassador thing and throw them in here. Um, mm-hmm. This just challenges you to listen to the entire episode, by the way. Yes, and pay attention <laughs> and make notes. If anybody wants to recut this into how it should be, please <laughs> good luck. email me at yeah, Captain's yeah. Pod. <laughs> um, there was this exterior shot of the ship where Captain Picard is like looking through the window and we see the exterior shot of the ship. Mm. And I always thought that was really fun when, when they do that because they don't get to see that very often. There's and some great just, glory shots of the Enterprise in this. Yeah, I thought so too. Um, and then again, I just thought that they did a really good job of story building in this one. The, mm-hmm. Like to show Captain, uh, to show Worf as a potential captain who wants to have this tendency for war. And then you mm. have the, you know, Picard being uh, kind of geared more towards diplomacy and... It could have been Worf. The sin for me, I guess, would be that Worf should have been in the captaincy the whole time. How fun would that episode have been mm-hmm. to have the yeah. conundrum at the end and to actually leave it into Worf's hand where he had listened to Captain oh, Picard man. as his as that lower ranking officer. like And show the character growth. Yeah, but even though they did solve that problem early on, I still thought that they did a good job of showing all these different like winks and nods to the character development. Mm-hmm. But I I would absolutely sin that Worf wasn't in the captain's chair longer. <laughs> <laughs> always. Captain Worf uh-huh. should always happen. Uh-huh. That's amazing. Um yeah, no, I love this episode. It's a it's a great classic one. I it's one of the most faulty bad guy plots ever. Um but yeah, it's still it's a go to for me. I really enjoy it. Um, so next week we're going to be doing another episode of TNG with a special guest. Um, and next week's episode, if you want to watch it ahead of time, is going to be the survivors. Um, I'm not going to tell you anything more other than it's a hauntingly interesting episode. Um, you're going to be pretty fucked up with one part of it, I think. Um, that's my prediction. Um, but yeah, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening, everybody. Come and have a chat to us on Twitter at Captain's Pod CS. Let us know if there's any episodes that you want us to give the sin, um, the Cinterprise treatment to. Um, you can email us at captainspod at cinemasins.com. Um, and if you want to talk to the ambassador, it's at Danae Says. 
D-E-N-E-E-S-A-Y-S is how you spell my name. Because she's complicated. I am. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Thanks for, sorry. <laughs> thanks for listening, everyone. I'm Ian Whittington, and I too am decorated. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, and it's uh, if you're confused tomorrow, you know where my office is from me. Oh, snap. <laughs> Um, yeah, Riker will not be living long and Potspur. Yes, he will. <laughs> they love each other. <sighs> Thanks for listening. Want to connect with the show? Our hailing frequencies are always open through captainspod at cinemasins.com. Like, comment, and subscribe on your podcast player of choice, and be sure to visit cinemasins.com. So I, I started watching the wrong episode. Yeah, you did. And then What was the first we- clue? The first clue. Well, I didn't know what to. I never know what these episodes are. So how was I supposed to know? I just kept thinking this is a pretty boring fine. episode. This is a pretty boring episode. Nothing is happening. So for and reference, then, Danae and was then, what? Hold on, hold on. And then, then I went to the bathroom. So I paused it for a second, and I just like it popped up on the screen the episode title and uh-huh. the episode name. And I was like, wait, that doesn't seem right. And then I had to like double check and ask you like, am I? Yeah, I think I'm watching wrong. the wrong episode. And I was. The episode that Danae was watching was Lower Decks, and the vast majority, it's a good episode, but the vast majority of it is with the Lower Decks crew. It's with a different, it's like with an ensign and a lieutenant, and they're like scrubbing plasma relays and whatnot. Now, the ending of that episode is fantastic. Well, I'll get to it eventually, but You'll I stopped. get stop. to it eventually, here, here are it's my not notes. what we were planning on watching. Here's my notes so far that are no longer matter at all. Yeah. The sin here is obviously talking about evaluations and promotions in Ten Forward because yes. Ben cannot help himself. Ben was the <laughs> the barman. He was the barman. And uh-huh. you remember that? And you oh, didn't even yeah. want Jesus it's TNG. Come on, good God. He's the guy that's like he tells. I don't know if you got to this part yet, but he tells the 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 officer that Riker is from Alaska. No, he's from Canada, and he goes to bond with Riker and says. Hey, um, I've got an uncle that lives in Alaska, and Riker's just uh, in Canada. And Riker's like, "Cool, cool story." And then he's like, um, "No, no, I just heard that that you were you were born in Canada." And he went, "Nope, born in Alaska." And he just walks <laughs> away, and he's like, "Oh no, it's so awkward." This one also had an interesting thing where they started the next, like after the commercial break, they started in like a crisis because there was a simulation that they're running everybody through simulation mm. stuff, which was yeah. kind of interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. I like being able to see the drills and the crew rivalry and all that stuff, mm. which makes sense if this one is about crew rivalry, which is not the one that I'm supposed no, to No, it is not. It is not. You meant So I knew, well, I didn't know, but I thought this is weird because Danae starts going and starts like, I love this music so much and I'm still watching and I'm like, how are you ahead of it? And she was ahead of me by like minutes, like the the minutes because yeah. the opening credits happen after like ninety seconds on that episode. <laughs> uh, I just I didn't I didn't figure it out, and I was uh. like, why isn't she more flummoxed by what's going on? Because the mystery happens pretty early on in Conundrum. So yeah, that was fun. It's good stuff. You want to hear the rest of my notes? They're they're not very many because oh, I didn't get it. super far in. Let's do um, it. Um, in 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 the episode of Lower Decks, which is interesting in its own way. Uh, t- not Tuvok, but Tuvor, Tuvark, um, or something. There's like a different person. Oh shit! But it's um, really close to Tuvok, but it's not. Yeah, stop I can't saying words. Tuvok. Stop saying words. Stop it. Tuvok. Turek. Torek. No, not Torek. Torek, maybe that. I we can look it up. But anyhow, he is. I want to look it up. I want to remember. 
I'm looking it up. Toric. It's Toric. I was right. Like the lens, like the Toric lens. Um, Okay. So he's a... (laughs) He is Vulcan. Yeah, he's a Vulcan. And more serious and such. Yeah, super duper serious. he is with Jordy. Mm -hmm. And he's talking Mm. about how the simulation he ran increased warp by seven percent which seems like a huge deal efficiency i think it's warp efficiency i don't know what that means but it's that's like how much seven percent is a big a fucking number yeah that's a big deal so i was kind of really focused on that thinking like this is a really big deal and jordy's just like meh because <laughs> i think Torek didn't ask permission or no. something and no he was very presumptive yeah, yeah. And Jordy's just like, it's my fucking engine. Like, stop it. It's like when somebody comes in and does your job better than you. And you're like, simmer down, lad. Um, also, I was really, like, distracted because Torque's uniform zipped up in the middle. Oh, this is, it's so annoying. And I don't, I, I actually, I think I know why. I think it's cheaper to do it that way. Oh, sure. So some uh-huh, of the extras yeah. would just have a discount version of the main uniform. I thought it was maybe like an ensign thing. But then it shifts over to the one who's working under Beverly, and sh- hers doesn't have a front mm, zipper. And she's absolutely fine. Yeah. So I was it's... I was distracted, and I would send that because, of course, I'm making notes on what I might send. So well, and the reason that she doesn't have it is because she's um she's an extra that's in a lot of episodes. Um, oh. um her name is Melissa. But of course, anyway, Torek is Melissa. just super but annoying. And... Only in that one episode, yeah, yeah. and yeah, he's annoying. I, I do want to go back and finish the episode because I am curious about what's going to happen. And so eventually I will. And I also, if, if we were talking about doing a low, there's going to be a lower decks crossover for Strange New Worlds. And so the fact that I accidentaled myself into the episode called Lower Decks is interesting. It is interesting. It also has nothing to do with Lower Decks, God the anime. It. It's, it's nothing, not even closely related. Nothing to do with it. I mean, uh, it covers that that level of crew member. But it's nothing to do with those characters at all. Well, well, hell. The other problem is that this episode references an earlier episode of TNG. So we would have to watch that one first for this one to make sense. Oh, good. Okay, yeah. so even more homework. Is, you couldn't have picked a word. Unless you picked part two of a two-parter, <laughs> you couldn't have been much more confused. I'm so mad at myself, too, because we really went over the number a whole bunch. And then yes, after- we did. <laughs> Just to put it to put it in perspective, I'm not. I am, as you say in the UK, I am poorly. I'm not feeling yeah, well in general. I'm not poorly. doing great. So it, <laughs> just to emphasize my inability to function on a normal level, mm-hmm. I had to ask Ian for the number of the actual episode like seven times. Yeah, <laughs> like, which uh-huh. one is it, it again? Which one is it again? And, I'm and thinking, we still land on the wrong one. Not only that, but which one are we doing again? Season five. Episode 14, I think. (laughs) I'm going to share my screen because I am concerned about my mental stability. I want to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race. That's what I really want to talk about. You can. You have 60 seconds. (sighs) I'm sad that it's over. I really wanted to know who won. And now, but now I, now I changed my mind. Now I. You just wanted to keep going. I wanted to keep going. I'm sure the contestants don't because they're exhausted. They've been doing it for like probably three months (laughs) in real life. I don't know how long it actually takes. I'm going to guess it takes them. They probably try to do two episodes every week. Mm -hmm. So it's probably been almost two (laughs) months of them being completely. It's not even. They're in there for like 10 days and that's it. (laughs) Oh, my God. 
the amount of things that they do though is mm. insane and it's one of the best reality competitions i've ever seen is my 60 seconds over uh yes <laughs> you did great you did Thank so good i'm so proud <laughs> i was just confessing in my quiet <laughs> confessional before the show starts mm-hmm. of what i am eating today what are you eating today if it's I a confessional some... do you want to tell me <laughs> i had cereal but now i'm switching to godiva masterpiece milk chocolate caramel lion of belgium wow that's some fancy shit it hey, came hey, in my hello have fresh. you been have you been replicating the fancy shit because that's expensive like you're still on I basic rations what yeah huh this is season four yeah huh how long until i have the good shit well you've used up a lot of your your replicator credits um in the first three seasons by doing all of the fancy stuff that you replicated those coffees weren't weren't cheap those raspberry berets those were so good Mm -hmm. and And i do it again captain i do it again the andorian afterburner cocktail that was (laughs) that was expensive (sighs) i could name so many star trek drinks but you know like after that particular one the expense wasn't in what was made it was in the mess that was made afterwards because yes. we partied hard after uh-huh. that i had to replicate an entire cleanup crew of androids just to fix the ship after the great party of um mm-hmm. the season three end party my favorite part of that was that you made them out of chocolate so then i ate them afterwards yeah yeah and they left mm-hmm. this like little melty chocolatey footprints and i had to replicate another mm-hmm. group of yeah to clean that up mm-hmm. i don't think fred's coming back after that party I think we may have broken him. Was he real? Oh, uh, no. No, sorry. Completely. He was an android as well. That's why he was so perfect in the in the interview, because I androided him. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean you programmed him? Yes. Yeah, that's the one. That too. Uh-huh. I don't, I don't quite know what that is. I think it's supposed to be a lion, right? Yeah, no, it's a lion. That's why it's called a lion chocolate bar. It does not look like a lion. Well, turn it on its head. You've got it upside down. That's why. There we go. Oh. <laughs> it's a lion on a shield. It's now a crest. Now it's a lion. Otherwise, it looked like Medusa. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is false advertising. This on? is Medusa chocolate. That's very different. I'm really getting bugged by this thing I was going to say that I can't remember. Fuck's sake. Okay, well then while you try to think, I'll just keep talking, which is super helpful. No. We were talking about the episode of Lower Decks, the uniforms... The zip-up uniform. <gasps> oh, I remember! I did it! Oh, oh my no. goodness! This never okay, happens! I just took a big bite of food, so... <laughs> I'm going to wait for you to finish, because I want you to Google something, but I need oh. your reaction. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm ready. So, TNG, scant. I'm sorry, can you just make sure that I spell this correctly, because... Mm-hmm. S-K-A-N-T. Okay. Scant. Mm-hmm. Because if you said scat... I was going to be really fucking pissed at you. So second row, um, like six in. Here? Sorry, down. Yeah, that guy, that guy, that guy, that guy, that guy. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> How awesome is that uniform? I, well, d- did we miss this guy? Uh-huh. Look at this guy. How good is that? That's amazing. That was in like only like the first few episodes this of is TNG. Like a sl- it's like a sleeper shirt. It's a, uh, but it's, Yeah. But this was uh, the men's, the, so men and women would wear this uniform. Um, it was a, a multi-sexual uniform. And yeah, just I an awesome love short this. scant. How like, good is that? I didn't even know what a scant was, to be honest with yeah. you. It's a shirt skirt. 
scan. <laughs> but I'm here for it. I love this it. This is what I want to wear to a con if we're going to go to a con. Oh, 100%. They're awesome. I'll wear one with you. I'll do it. <laughs> I bet that is so comfortable. I bet that is like breezy and just nice. And his little boots as well. And I love the well. boots. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, look at Uhura in it. I know. Like, this is so cute. Is that Captain Picard wearing one? No, he's in dress uniform. That's different. How is that different? Because it's longer it looks... and he has trousers. So it's it's barely longer. Yeah, it's a little bit longer. If you took the trousers away, it would be similar. But the scant is tighter around the old thighs. It's a crime that we never saw Riker in a scant or wharf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me tell you something about wharf. Oh, tell me, tell me, tell me. So you know how you almost spoiled it for me or uh, mm. by showing it to me? Mm-hmm. Well, and then in my news feed on my phone, it knows I'm interested in Star Trek. It oh, showed me a, a still image of Worf. His face has been everywhere. There was no way you were going to avoid it. no way I was going to avoid that. He's so perfect. Mm-hmm. All white. Completely white. <gasps> He's got like white, white hair yes. and white eyebrows and white facial hair. I'm so excited for it. He looks perfect. I'm so, so happy. He looks great. Okay, but can we talk about this super short scant in the back of this? Because yeah. I love these boots. So this is my outfit. Perfect. Super short, just showing half of can my you, ass cheek. Just click on that picture a bit more. <laughs> um, sure. Yeah, we can <laughs> we can look at pictures to- together like, z- 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 for research bit. purposes. Yeah. <laughs> you can actually see her bottom. I I, I know. I There's actual. This is what I was thinking. Of. Yes, there there is literally. There is ass cheek I, on TV there. That's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's there, you so can short. see her underwear and a the and her lower, cheeks. the underbutt. Her 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 lower decks are visible. Yeah, her lower decks are on show and it's full circle. <laughs> right, let's focus. Let's go. We've got to get a show done. I am focusing. This is very focused. What are you talking about? Everything's right. great. What, Close what, what, down what's the, images. the problem here? Stop it. Ian, can we play Mario Kart? Right now, let's do it. Should we do a live recording while we play Mario Kart? Mario, Mario, do not. There are some Americanisms I will adapt to because it's just easier in my day-to-day life. Mario Kart is not one of them. What's what's wrong with Mario Kart? Because it, it's Mario Kart. Is it Mario? It's Mario. I thought his name is Mario. It's Mario. It's only Mario in America. Really? Hundred <gasps> percent. tell me more. Okay, oh, but the rest what of if, the world is Mario. But 100%. if you find if you find ones if you find other ones, will you tell me and I'll adapt? Um. Yeah, I. Okay. I mean, yeah. Okay. What else Mary- could you adapt to? M- Mario. Mario, not Mario. Ma- Mario. Mario. Kart. What are you doing? Why are you sounding more <laughs> hick than usual? <laughs> I'm. I'm trying to understand what I'm doing here. Mario. Mir- Mir- it's not Mir. Mir. Mario. Mario. No, no. You can use your regular <laughs> voice. Mario. It sounds like you're saying Mario. Mario. It does not sound like I'm saying. Ma. Ma. No, you're not doing it right. You're going. Meh. What? <laughs> Captain Spot, start date. 4 2. F- ah, shit. I haven't changed the shit. 4 2. Oh, shit. But Every not week. shit. 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 There's no T. Shit. Shit. I thought I had another few hours. Shit. I thought I had a few hours. <laughs> Captain Spot, start date. 4 2. 8 7 2 2.1. What? I haven't come up with an intro for you. Um. 
Wow. Hey, hey, Ian, are you prepared for the show today? It's almost like we're recording four hours earlier than intended. Do you mean intended? <laughs> I really wish people could see <laughs> the, glare. the exasperated <laughs> glares you give me. <laughs> if you could, like, it only fuels me on. Oh if my god! If you could sigh through your eyes, then that's what the look is. I'm the scared man. What? <laughs> 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 That's my entry music.